What's going on, guys? Keep on keeping on podcast episode four. 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 Yeah, yeah we're we're getting there, we're man. Getting there. We're, we're getting now, up in the numbers. <laughs> we're officially moving. We're officially, we you know, live. Yeah, live um, on YouTube. So Spotify, the whole yeah, thing, all, all on your streaming podcast. And it's really exciting. And and I guess first things first is just thank you for the positive feedback we've 100%. gotten so far. A hundred percent. Um, what what are we we're looking at like? I think last I checked, it was like 74 views yes. and uh, 57 downloads for the first episode. And um, obviously, you guys are going to, this is going to be like episode four. So he, when you guys see this, it'll be ancient history. That's the time but when episode two, yeah, episode two just dropped. Episode today. two just dropped. Um, but we're exceptionally thankful for all of the feedback and the positive messages. Um, people who've reached out, the random shout outs, uh, genuinely appreciative of all of that. So thank you. And I did want to mention, now that we're talking about this, what you had told me about some people that you haven't even talked to in a while. And yeah. they're like, oh, I love this. Like, yeah. you know. I had a random shout out from, shout out Cody Kelly. He he gave me <laughs> a, you know, I, we played basketball together. And um, it had been years. And for me to wake up one day and check Twitter and to see a random mention uh, and, and look at it. And then he just shouted out the podcast. It was surreal. Like yeah. that it moved somebody that I hadn't had a conversation with in such a long time. So shout out Cody. I hope things are well, man. Um, and uh, appreciate you. Yeah, man. To, and that's what we were saying, you know, off air of just like when you get people that are like, oh, I, I love this, you know, this theme of a podcast, yeah. of these topics, because yeah. we feel like a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people don't talk about it, but they that. need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like 100%. it's something that they want to hear or talk about, but they don't necessarily. I think there's so much uncertainty in today's world. Like when when people present something that can make them feel certain, like it's a good feeling. Mm. And and when we can remind people that like we're not our fears or our anxiety or our doubts or our concerns in, in, in our true essence is like a lot of gratitude, a lot of love creating and, and being our highest self that that's people gravitate towards that because, you know, we, we've been taught so much to like doubt who we are. Like, is this the right move or, you know, is, and it, and it becomes almost second nature and it becomes harder to reinforce like, no, like, you know, our, we can do what we want to do or, mm -hmm. you know, like, or, or just not even thinking of it like what we want to do, but more like if we think of in terms of just serving somebody else or making like the thing is beneficial to somebody else, we'll do it a lot. It'll, we'll, it'll reinforce us a lot yes. better, you know, because a lot of times we'll do more for others than we'll ever do for ourselves. That is true. And so I think that's why like a lot of people are resonating with it because there is a lot of uncertainty and there is a lot of like, you know, with, everything that's going on people are scared people are you know fearful so when you can provide like an avenue to reinforce the positive things in life the positive beliefs i think people will gravitate towards that yeah and, and i guess just feeling like you're you know you're not alone yeah you know like 100%. every a lot of people are in that same 100%. boat even though some people like to talk about it some yeah. don't or some maybe feel like they shouldn't or uh, even just hearing the the journey of somebody else mm -hmm. who's going through it you know it'll help you connect with somebody else and those same doubts to hear them vocalized maybe through somebody else yeah makes them feel like okay this is completely rational like i'm not stupid for thinking this or i'm not oh, yeah. silly like, for i'm not thinking the only this. one yeah, i'm not yeah. the only one yeah because i'll tell you one thing like we all go through like all of those doubts fears doubts concerns and 
us, I guess, being a little vulnerable on this podcast or talking a little bit about our journeys will help make people feel better about being vulnerable and maybe sharing that or being vocal about it. And, you know, when you're vocal about certain things, you can release the tension from your shoulders and, you know, take feedback maybe from somebody else. I, th- I like that. Yeah, man. And, and it, you know, for example, when you're talking about like reinforcement and everything, this few days ago, yeah, um, I was able to, you know, how we, we talk about our, our issues with sleeping, right? Yeah. Like, and th- that's one of my biggest like obstacles. Me too. It's like that domino. <laughs> Like if I can conquer a sl- my sleep routine, yeah, then everything else would just be ten x. Right? Yeah, and so the other day, and, I, and it, it occurred to me, I was able to, I got I got up early in the morning, I got that workout in, you yeah. know, like what we always talk about, yeah. and I was able to accomplish a lot throughout that day, and then go to work yeah. as opposed to waking up later, getting up, being dragging. a little sluggish, dragging to work, yeah. and. What occurred to me that I wanted to mention on here was on my way from back from the gym and also being here and like working on, you know, uploads or anything like that. Yeah. I reminded myself to like acknowledge that achievement. You yeah. know, it's very small, but yeah. it's like, hey, I got up extra early today. Yeah. I got my workout done. You know, I journaled. Yeah. I did X. I did this. Yeah. And it kind of occurred to me of how important that is. I always, even myself, I ca- I catch myself even on here. I always mm-hmm. catch myself saying, I always wake up later. I always mention the setbacks or when I don't do something, the negatives, the negatives. Yeah. And I was like, it's just as important. It's important. It's not good to mention, <clears throat> but it's important to mention the, the, positives. the positives. Like, Hey, I did this today. Yeah. Like I got up and I accomplished this today. Yeah. And that's a good thing. As opposed to just always, and I feel like this is very common where we only mention the things that we don't do or we didn't do or we should have done, but we never mention what we did do and what we did well and what we accomplished, even the smallest things. I think we tend to like stack the negatives and it'll become Mm -hmm. like, you know, I didn't do this right. I woke up a little later or like I wake up late or um, we always make it like absolutes. Yeah. Like I'm always waking up late when that's not really the case. Right. Like we don't mm-hmm. always wake up late. There's days like that. Um, or we always do this or whatever your blank is. I think we should also focus on stacking our positives or celebrating those small W's when they happen, because any small little reinforcement of like, this was good will trigger your brain to like feel the need for like that small celebrating yeah. that small W yeah. and then you want to do it more and more and more. And so I think it's very important to stack your positives. More important than stacking our negatives. Stacking mm-hmm. our negatives is almost natural. Yeah. Stacking our positives is a little harder to do. It's like, oh, I do these things right. Like, it's hard. To, like, how many times have you asked yourself, what are the things you're doing right? Rather than always asking yourself, what are the things you're doing wrong? It's you always know? resorting to that. Like, what, what, what am I not doing? Or yeah. what, what am I missing? Yeah. You know, what are my fears? Yeah. You know, it, it's... It's a challenge because if you just swap that, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a completely different like lifestyle. You just you feel a lot better about yourself if you just celebrate the things that you're constantly doing that you never even acknowledge. You know, there's things you do naturally that happen in a day to day, even if things are going super bad. It's like the additional thought. Maybe it's like, you know, writing a I don't know. It's like telling somebody to, you know, if they're going somewhere like, oh, drive safe, like those little things mm-hmm. that like genuinely 
shift the narrative. Like that shows you care for somebody, mm -hmm. right? And like person could take that and be like, damn, like that person's showing a, a level of affection and they carry on the rest of their day with that mindset. Like th th that little care you gave me and then that person gives it to somebody else and then that person gives it to somebody else. Like All of that. a sudden there's a chain reaction of like you started by just, you might've been having a terrible day, but like that little positive thing that you do naturally, unconsciously, things that, that are like baseline, that you think are baseline, may not be so baseline for somebody who's, you know, somebody who's receiving it. They're like, oh, that person took an extra effort to tell me to drive safe or have a great day or, you know, whatever it may be. It could be something that we take for granted. Yeah, I mean, it's true when you really think about it. There's a lot of people, yeah, that they, they don't receive that. They, they don't, don't get it. that. You know what I mean? Like, it's uh, some people don't feel heard or yeah. cared for. Yeah. You know what I mean? And a lot of people. And that's, it's crazy to think about, but it's true. Like what the bare minimum is for one person is like the absolute uh, high treasure. Somebody yeah. Else. yeah. And just being like, Oh, so like, how are you? Yeah. Right. Like a random person. And that happens. I, that tends to happen a lot. Like, you know, where I work and stuff or anything like that. Like there's some people that they're so zoned in on their day to day yeah. and they're just like in this zone. And when you kind of stop them, you're like, oh, like, how are you today? Or, oh, yeah. you know, if I look at their ID, I see they're from New York or yeah. whatever. I'm like, oh, so like, how is it over there? Whatever. And they kind of like, they instantly snap out of it. They're like, oh, uh, no, I'm good. And then yeah. they kind of like start talking and talking and yeah. talking. And that's just something I kind of notice a lot. It's just really interesting, you know, uh, how, how everybody's life and everything 100%. is, but you know, we're all kind of going through it. It's together. like you go to like a, I don't know, you're at a Starbucks drive-through, or you know, you're in a public checkout line. And just taking that time to acknowledge the person who's ringing you out, mm -hmm. or you know, and something that's different from like, hey, like just ring out my stuff and let me leave. It's just like, hey, how are you? How's your day been going? Like something like that is as common as like some something we might think it is just by saying how are you. They might not like. They might have ten people that have just gone through like. Here's this, 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 yeah. they pay and then they leave or, you know, like how much is this? And then yada, yada. And then their whole thing just becomes like transactional yes. rather than you taking that minute and being like, how are you doing today? Or it's a beautiful day outside or like making humanizing situations that should be humanized, you That's know? so true. Cause instead I, of robotic, like I, I've been on that receiving end where, yeah. you know, I work basically like guest services mm -hmm. for people at the casino and there'll be times where I get a lot of people yeah. and they just look at you as like this. You just, you're just this thing that yeah. I need to get what I'm looking for. And yeah. they'll come up to me and I'm like, Oh, how are you? They won't even answer. They'll just throw the car and be like, I need a reprint of my card. <laughs> and I, it is, it's very like dehumanizing. Yeah. I was like, am I just like a robot? Right, yeah, you know, like, like I'm okay. not a human being to yeah. you. And then I'll be like, all right, here you go. You know, basic customer service skills. We're right? have a nice yeah. day. Yeah, and they'll yeah. just walk away. I'll be like, No response, wow. nothing. Yeah. And if you, you, if there's only a certain amount of times you can receive that and be like, fuck, like it just yeah. kind of brings down your energy. Yeah. Then I get that one person that I'm like, I'm kind of like, oh, you're already like, down I hate it from here. like five people in a row. Yeah. <laughs> and then that person will come up to me and be like, oh, like, hey, Justin, how are you? Yeah. Boom. And even if, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm good. Thank you. Like, but in my mind, I'm like, wow, like, thank you. You thank acknowledged you. me yes. as a human being. Yeah. It's so simple. Yeah. And it, what is it that, um, what's that saying? It's like, 
common sense isn't so common. common. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's common so anymore. Common. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but dude, I was. It's incredible what yeah. you learn being out there, and mm-hmm. and and that's why I think it's good to to acknowledge those things. Yeah, you know, like if someone's being nice to you, like yeah, yeah like acknowledge it, yeah. take it in, and and give it in return, right. give it to someone else, because right. everybody's in that same like boat, man, like. I, I, dude, I, I had some, I've had some like rude people, and they, and they, it's crazy because I'm looking yeah. at them, and like, they, just right yeah, they just don't see you. They don't see it. They don't. Yeah. As because the, they're so caught up in their world. Yeah. And then you get those people that are just really present, which like, is so yeah. crazy, right? Like if you think of like empathy is being so lost, and as <laughs> generations continue with like technology and mm-hmm. being thrown an iPad from when you're like four and five, we thankfully didn't have to grow up yeah. like that. A lot of you watching this probably didn't have to grow up like that, but no. you know, like just seeing technology replacing general co- communication skills or parents that just don't want to parent and they're like, you know, kids being annoying. Let me just throw them an iPad. Let me turn on YouTube or yeah. let me whatever the case may be. You see it all the time, and it it's it's taking that empathy away that you would normally have just connecting with a regular person. Like kids are losing that. Yeah, more and more is like it's becoming technology based and social media based you're seeing depression skyrocket Mm -hmm. because everybody's on social media comparing their lives to filters edited stuff highlights it's that little empathy piece of like somebody just connecting as a human is being lost and i think which is why this dialogue is so important is to remind people what like the true essence of us really is Mm -hmm. being nice to one not even nice like being kind to one another acknowledging another person's just presence yeah because no matter who that person is whether that person's like a janitor or the person's a ceo everybody has a life experience that you can learn from i genuinely believe that yeah you can learn from anybody you have a conversation with a fifth grader and they'll teach you something that you know from their view of the world that you haven't even thought about or you you know it's something some completely new to you so if you close yourself off from just having that experience with another person i think that's detrimental like long term yeah, man. You're I, just like, I can't learn something from whoever, or, you know, this person because they're not this or they're not like, you know, like people look mm-hmm. for very selfish reasons yeah, to like, learn oh, this from somebody. Is at this position. Yeah, let I me, gotta learn. Yeah, let me treat this person nice because, you know, they can yeah. do something for me maybe in the future. Yeah. Like when you look at it from that lens, that, nothing really good is going to happen to you because it says a lot. You know, about a person, you know, like how, mm-hmm. how you treat the janitor, you know, 100% and how you treat the your boss the boss yeah. it's like that says a lot about you if you're kind of and i've seen that i i've seen that a lot you know again working at a casino yeah. and you see all these different avenues of the workplace Hell you know yeah. and it's 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 tough man are, are the people that you you get a lot of people are so consumed in their own and like what you were saying with you know like kids being raised in with ipads and all Technology. that stuff they're they're learning communication based off what they see on Twitter, how they communicate yeah. on social media, which mm-hmm. I think we can all agree is just very bad surface level. Surface it's not, level yeah. there's no communication there. Yeah. And if that's like your basis of communication, right? Cause you're not really going out there and it's a very. And especially now thing. when like everybody's at home and, and you know, like you're being cons- confined to this four walls. Some people are still working from home and yeah. you don't get that human connection. You can lose that. And people are seeing that, like, the empathy level in kids and 
people born and, and, and being brought up in this COVID time, like they're losing that it's ability. Just, it's very scary. Which is just us communicating, like us having a conversation. Like a lot of people, and bro, it, even before COVID, like it just being on, I remember in college campus, every time you'd be talking to somebody who just does not have communication skills, mm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, there are introverts and there are extroverts, but it's a shell that it's a, it's, will slowly you can or just yeah. have, you know, the the baseline, you know, just communicating. Yeah. Just having the ability to re- relate to somebody or to connect with somebody that's outside of your comfort zone. Comfort I guess. zone. Yeah. You know, true. just even if that's like a brief, hey, how are you? Just that interaction rather than just making everything. So I need this from you. You need this from me transactional yeah you know so because it, it's true because i mean i used to be uh, i'm still a shy person at times but i feel like compared to how i used to be uh, you know yeah years ago yeah um it's it's it is possible to you Break can out. blossom in yeah. that in that social environment Hell yeah because um, i used to be very like introverted and just yeah. like oh shit, like i don't know what to say yeah. you know and i feel like at this point in my life, when you kind of st- learn a lot <clears throat> and you take everything in, and I think that's why, you know, what you're saying, social media and all that, it's not, yeah. it's not a good habit to rely on. Yeah. But I remember being really shy, being that person that I just couldn't, uh, uh, I, I wouldn't know what to say. I'd yeah. just be like, uh, you know. Dude, I was the same. It's funny you mentioned that. I was the same way. And people could look at me and they could look at my social media and they think, oh my God, he's so, like, he's mm-hmm. talkative, loud, like he's yeah. extroverted. But it, it didn't always start that way. It's because I was brought up in a, in, a, in a household where I was, it wasn't my first language, English. So initially when I first got into like a school environment, I had other people, I couldn't relate to anybody because mm. it wasn't, you know, the shows that everybody was talking about, the kids shows even like I wasn't watching any of that stuff. Yeah. It was more, I was speaking Hindi at home. English was like a, a learning curve for me. I didn't have an immediate older sibling that could like, yo, this, these are the ropes that you need to learn right. as you grow. I was kind of the one figuring it out for everybody who's younger than me. Mm. And so like it was, and I, and I pride myself on that because it, from not having a role model or anybody to look up to and then becoming who I was like breaking, like you said, breaking open the shell, Mm. blossoming in a social environment and then almost loving the social environment. Like I now enjoy being around people and you crave it, crave it. Exactly. Like I love this medium that we have even just off of just me and you just talking Mm -hmm. Just having an hour that we can come and sit and just communicate. Because a lot of people don't have that. Or a lot of people don't even crave it. And so for like just the need as a human to communicate with somebody, relate to somebody, have the empathy, share a message um, from somebody who didn't have that. It's like it's commendable on both of our parts that, you know, we outgrew that shell or that, you know, yeah. like need to be shy and introverted. Because you can easily, you know do that you find you can't relate to anybody else you can sort of like okay mm-hmm. i'm just gonna exist in my own world and i'm gonna venture out when i need to not just to connect and then you i guess when you do that you lose out on certain connections and and yeah, you know it's just these it's exchanges that you know impact you yeah in a great way and yeah. we were talking about this off air and i'll mention it here you know last night i was at work right yeah. and i was gonna you know i was about to clock out and uh, my supervisor, you know, we, t- we, we talk a lot during work and stuff like that. He's, he's a great person. And when I was going to leave, I was going to, you know, leave with everyone because it was time to leave. And I was like, yeah. man, I, I kind of want his advice on some stuff and just yeah. talk to him real quick. And then, you know, the part of my brain, you know, there's like that 
part of your brain was like, no, no, just go home, yeah. you know? But I was like, no, no, let me, you know. And we ended up talking for like two plus hours. Yeah. And it was a great conversation about very similar to like this. Just keep like, in mind, he was leaving work at like at two, two in the morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was on the, I left work officially like at 4 a.m. Yeah. And it Which was is very just, easy. To, w- w- the point I'm yeah. getting at is very easy for you to make the decision and be like, I'm going to go home. It's yes. 2 a.m. Versus being like, let me reach out to somebody who's older who may know a little bit more. Yeah, like, like that's j- yeah, like just making it, it. It took me that little extra because I, yeah. I was a I, that part of me. I was a little shy to be like, hey, can I talk to you? Because this is a, a yeah. f- kind of like officially off the clock yeah. kind of talk, yeah. not like during work work quick, hours, yeah. quick conversation. Yeah. So a little part of me was a little like that shyness was yeah. like, no, maybe just just go, you know, yeah. look at the time. But then I I kind of push that out and i was like hey it's not easy to be like hey can i talk to you about something and then like really and or even just asking advice bro like yeah i think think asking advice is such a people feel like it's such a demeaning Mm. thing and it's really not like even no matter how comfortable you get in social settings like you said that shyness i feel that shyness too when it's Mm -hmm. like should i talk to this person should i reach out to that person just you know like ask what i want to ask and then like you said there's sometimes that force that's like just go for it. Yeah. Even though the mind's telling you, no, like, what's the point? Or, you know, what are you going to get out of it? Usually you're going to get out something that you couldn't even imagine out of that conversation. And and, and, and it becomes something enlightening and you learn something from it and you can, you know. And that's it's exactly like, what it was. It was just crazy. Me. Yeah. It's crazy. And how your brain just wants to always find an excuse. Yeah. You know, like, no, no, no. Because, I mean, look at the time. You have to yeah, go home or this. Go or home. this it's like finding so many reasons. And yeah. I'm like, ah, it's gotta do something. Which it's is another incredible. thing for like people that are that are pursuing their dreams and following it. You'll always find a million reasons by yourself to not do something, whether that be to start a podcast, whether that be to do a you know a, a vlogging career, YouTube, or mm. it could even be like to do the finance job or whatever it is. It doesn't always have to be creative. I know yeah. we, we're creative, yeah, so we yeah. like to <laughs> you know cater to creatives. But it could be anything. It could be you know applying for that job, whatever. You could find a million reasons to why that won't work out. Mm. But you got to stick to that one reason that that you know is true to you, that it will work out or that you want it to work out or whatever it is. And just stick to that one reason, because there's a million reasons you shouldn't do something. But there's always that one reason that means the most to you that you got to find like most powerful and the, or overpowering those other and meanings. That place of growth for those things, it all comes from that, yeah. like breaking out of. Sometimes 100%. listen to that person that's talking to you because you can learn a lot 100%. and being open to that. Yeah. Because um, there's people too that just feel yeah. like, oh, I don't have to talk to anyone. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, like it's very 100%. just like, and being vulnerable, yeah. I guess. And people really appreciate that. Like what we were saying, we used to be really shy and then. Because they wh- can't relate to it, bro. Like when you're vulnerable, you Everybody. allow the other person to also be vulnerable exactly. by default. Yeah. They could be like, hey, look, like I also went through something similar. This is how I navigated it. And all of a mm-hmm. sudden you're learning from that experience. And um, I think l- the important point you made is just being open to it. A lot of times we go through life like constantly stuck in our head, like I have to do this, I have to do that. And like not letting life come to us at times because sometimes life, and I, li- I, I talk about this with, uh, with a lot of people, it's like you'll find sometimes people it's like God speaking through them or the universe speaking through mm. them, whatever you believe in, you don't mm. have to believe in God, but like they'll say something that'll, that there's no reason that they should have any reason to say it. You know, like they'll mm. say a, a point that you're like, Oh wow. Like, and it'll stick with you and that'll make you push 
for an extra year or two. And it's like oddly thing. specific. It's oddly specific. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, like to the point where you're like, there's no reason why you should be mentioning that to me other than like the universe is speaking through you or God is speaking mm -hmm. through you. And like, you got to open yourself up to those moments because you could discourage yourself from something and somebody could come in and just give you that extra boost that you need to like keep fighting. And you know, you got to open yourself. You can't just go through day to day. Like, this is what I got to do. This is what I got to like open yourself up to life at times is what I guess what I'm getting at. Yeah. And it's so true. Cause like with that conversation, it stemmed into, it turned into like this two hour yeah. great conversation that I left leaving like, man, you know what? Like, I feel like I'm on a good track right yeah. now. And, or even like I needed that conversation. I needed. Yeah. And, and the main thing I got from that conversation was him saying like, Hey, like you're doing all the right things. Yeah. Don't overthink. Just do what you know you should be doing yeah. and you're doing well and everything else will fall into fall place. In place. Like you got to go with the flow. You yeah. can't always, yeah. you know, cause uh, structure everything 100%. out all the time. 100%. And I was like, and you know, and just, because something what, you need to hear 100% because what bogs us down the most is like our idea of what it should look like versus mm -hmm. what it is and we think that that's an issue in reality like that's not really what that is maybe it's just calling for you to grow a little bit more mm. and we tend to overthink those situations you know um yeah like it's, that's I, that's all I could say like you just overthinking is probably one of our biggest issues yeah when it, it comes to like what we're doing or why we're doing it. And I think the reason that is because of like, we have so many options available to us mm. where you feel like, okay, if I don't pursue the thing I really want to pursue, I could just do that. And then that will steer you away from versus just committing to like that one thing that you want to do and sticking with it, you know? Yeah, man. And it's just, it's so like important, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It, when it just being open to all that, like what you're saying, yeah. just like really taking it in and, and going through with that. <clears throat> and I, when I, when I, when we finished that conversation and it's, it, it did it, it felt very oddly specific for me. For you. Like, like hearing the things he was saying to me, yeah. like the advice. And, yeah. and I was like, man, like, and, and him telling me, you know, he's like, look, you have like a shining light. Yeah. Right. Like you stand out and he's like, you stand out yeah. in the workplace, you stand out in life. You know, like if you yeah, talk to 100%. someone like me and him, we just start, you know, he's new. Yeah. Like he just came in. If you meet and Justin, that's a hundred percent. And I appreciate it. <laughs> and he was telling me that he's like, people talk with you yeah. and you're like, and I never, see, I never see it that way. Cause it's me. Right. Yeah. We're so like, we're caught up hyper and analytical, analytical on ourselves. Yeah, yeah. We're so critical on ourselves. We don't realize those things. And he's like, but when you talk with people and, you know, mm -hmm. you're like that. And the way I talk with him, the, th the way I talk with you, that we started this. Yeah. I feel that with other people. I just never really thought of it with myself. With right? yourself, because yeah. it's, all, you know, I, it's, but, you know, he told me that in that way. And I was like, man, I guess. That makes sense. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I've talked to people, like, at work or whatever. And we end up talking for a, a long time. People that I just met on the spot and they yeah. want to just converse or and i'm like man and it's something that i've really enjoy like opening up to yeah you know because again being this shy person i don't yeah. like you know why yeah. this is awkward you know yeah. like i hate that 
I guess that mindset of when people are like, oh, this is this like is awkward. awkward. Yeah. <laughs> and then they really get like uh, tense. Tense. But it's like, as opposed to just being like, you can just laugh, can laugh it off, brush it. it off, and that's it. Yeah. Like you break the ice yeah. right there. Like it's um, done. It doesn't yeah. have to be worse than what it, you know, what that it, awkward moment is. Yes. I think it's always like awkward if you make it awkward. Yeah. You like, know what I mean? Like it, it'll only be like if you laugh it off and like joke it off. It's done. 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 Like you broke that ice. But done. then there's people that are kind of like, oh, and they want to. And they tense up. And then like now you're like, I can't communicate <laughs> with you properly. And this is getting more awkward. This is more awkward. Yes. 100%. Ex- exactly. Don't be that type of person. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and it's really just learning to like let go. Yeah. Like just be like vulnerable, I yeah. guess, you know, I think. And it's funny, like, you know, I was asked a long time ago, like, what's your most embarrassing moment? And I obviously could have picked any moment that I found really embarrassing. Mm. But at that time, like, nothing came to mind. And I realized, like, I didn't really think anything was that standout-ish. You know what I mean? I just didn't give any moment that energy that was like, this is the most. Because I guess I just, like you said, laughed it off, moved on. And, you know, those, like, I and I realized, like, I don't really empower those embarrassing moments to mm. like what some people might hold and i remember like I, I i almost like i clapped myself or pat myself on the back for that i was like that's really good like you're not giving that energy to what yeah. some some people might get dr- bogged down by yeah their most embar- and they might hold on to that moment and other scenarios that might come up and then all of a sudden you have that memory of like an embarrassment you shy away from expressing yourself fully just because you're scared of what might be mm-hmm. an embarrassing moment yeah, that's. I guess like a good a good example would be like you have two different type of people, right? That oh, person yeah. that trips and falls, yeah, and they're kind of like, and they like run yeah. away, and that person that trips and falls and like kind of laughs it off, like oh yeah. shit, yeah. and then you know, <laughs> and I've been in. Uh, <clears throat> I've I've had a lot of embarrassing things happen to me. There's yeah. so much shit that me happens. too, but I've kind of learned to just be like, oh yeah, like and laugh it off. Oh shit, yeah. you know whatever. And or like if, for example, if you laugh it off, you just look at the person nearest to you. Like you didn't see that, and just yeah, keep moving. Like it just it. It, it makes it lighter for the both. <laughs> because of you, when you, know? you don't, it just makes it so funny. 100%. Like it's so awkward. Because I've seen 100%. it happen. Like uh, when I leave work, there's a certain area um, where you clock out, <laughs> yeah. and there's a f- like the floor is really like either sticky? dry. Yeah, okay, like for yeah. some reason it wants to trip you all the yeah. time. <laughs> and I've tripped a few times, <clears throat> and every time I trip, I'll look and be like. You know, like this damn floor every time. But then I've seen people that trip and they like kind of look around. They just walk a little faster. Faster That kills me, dude. It kills me because it's like, I get it. But it's like, you got to acknowledge it. You know, it's like we all I feel like you bond with another person more if you acknowledge it. Just easily. It's easier to like person will be laughing. You'll be laughing. You break the ice. it's It's so human. Bro, tripping and falling is so human. Yeah, Like that's just like one of the most human things naturally that that will happen you could connect with somebody easily because somebody else has been through something like that yeah like it's so everybody's been through it like you just you know you could connect with somebody and just be like yo like laugh it off instead of just you lose that moment with somebody else i i view it that way like you that's and that's what i guess has gotten me out of my show is like you lose that moment with somebody you know what mm. i mean that moment may, may never come again where you can connect with somebody from a either like an awkward standpoint, embarrassing standpoint, laugh it off. But even in like other moments, like if you really want to like talk to somebody, reach out for advice, you lose that moment Mm. of connectivity because a lot of people think what, like when somebody's more successful, more rich, they're like, I can't ask for advice because 
you know, either rich people don't give advice or successful people right. don't share or whatever story they've given themselves. Or, it, yeah, like where you said, it, it, it's like demeaning to you, right? Like, oh, it's, demeaning like, it's yeah, showing that I you need help. Have, yeah, I need help. Yeah, like why would I ask that? But you lose that moment with somebody else and all of a sudden that person could be a lifelong mentor mm -hmm. for you. Especially if that person has years on you or experience on you, you lose that chance to have somebody guide you through your own issues. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, like, the only person that can truly <clears throat> guide you is yourself. Because you've been through your life. You've been through your own experiences. Nobody else can look in your life and be like, you should do this, you should do that. I've, I believe that. Mm. But another person can tell you, like, look, this is an obstacle you may face as you approach this milestone of your life. You know, you might have this issue or that issue. And then you can navigate around that issue or at least have the awareness that that issue will present itself. Because mm. leaders anticipate and then losers react. Tony Robbins says this. It's if you don't know what's coming, you're gonna you're forced to be reactive. Mm. Whereas leaders will find a way to anticipate, okay, this might happen, this might happen. How can I best navigate this situation? So I don't like if I have to take a step down, it's not six steps down. Mm. It's like a step down. And then I keep moving forward. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's <clears throat> That basic key of just tr making sure you have like awareness. Yes. You know, 100%. and I think that's one thing when, you know, doing the, you know, like a meditation. Yeah. Right. Or I like doing the, the float tanks, you know, uh -huh. those, the, the sensory deprivation tank, because mm -hmm. that really helped me like. You've done those before? Yeah. They're so good. Where is they're the so closest good. one? Um, there's one on the new. There's a new one in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, and there's one in Hollandale. I've been meaning to. I think I've so heard of the Hollandale good. one, but I. Yes. Yeah, so good, man. They're so Damn. good. Like okay. you're in a tank, you're just yeah. nothing. You're just floating. Wow. And the Epsom salt, it's like floating on a cloud. But How long is it? Um, an hour. You can do it for 90 minutes. You can do it. Savage. Some people do it two hours. The longest I've done it was an yeah, hour and a half. Gotta check that out. It's yeah. so good because it really, it's <clears> just <throat> you with nothing, like no sound. It's just hearing yourself breathe. Yeah. And you don't see anything. Yeah. You can have a light on if you want, but I yeah. don't. Yeah. And it's just you and your thoughts. Yeah. And you really learn to like master that and really understand the mental, how important like that mental break is and like being aware of it. You know, like what you're saying, 100%. a lot of people just react to the world. Yeah. People just react to everything. They're not really, they don't have that sense of awareness yep. to step back and be like, okay, like I'm approaching this path or this could happen. Or even just like, this is my life right now. Everybody's 100%. just going and reacting all yeah. the time. Like, oh, this guy cut me off. Or, oh, this cashier is trying to, you know, yeah. and that constant cycle. And what I learned like with that or even like meditating or anything, that awareness where you can take a step back. 100%. And then see things like from this outside view. 100%. And it's something that I get, maybe not a lot of people understand. <clears throat> like, it's hard to explain, but it's it's just that i think i think tony robbins he, he he says he primes himself for his day right he has this priming mm -hmm. ritual that he does in the morning and it's to avoid those moments where like if somebody cuts you off in the morning and all of a sudden your whole day is ruined because that one person cut you off you got in a bad mood you know it just it was a domino effect of all yes. the negative he was like in the morning like i like to stack the positive so he'll do like a, a gratitude exercise he'll do like the three things he wants to achieve and you'll see him as done and that sets the tone in a positive light to start the day for him. And like you were saying, like, you have to have that awareness of, like, when something bad may happen, that it's not from a, 
a reactionary standpoint, mm. like, oh, cut me off. I'm pissed. I'm upset. Yeah. It's more so like you start in a good mood. And if somebody cuts you off, how likely is it if you're having the best day of your life, somebody cuts you off that you're going to immediately go to the worst day of your life? It's not very likely. Mm -hmm. It's just True. not like you're in such a high state. Somebody cuts you off. You either laugh it off or you like, you know, you turn up the music a little louder or whatever. You just so dismiss quick. it. Yeah. You're like, True. oh, that person might be going through something worse. Or like that person may have to get somewhere. You automatically like you rationalize for them. Whereas mm -hmm. if you're in a bad mood or you're going through something terrible, somebody cuts you off. You're like, oh, you know, like, yeah, mm -hmm. pull up to them, curse them out <laughs> or cut them off. God forbid. Those, now, those road rage road videos. Rage. Uh, Bro, know. and road rage is getting worse. People are getting shot now. It's crazy. There was a dude. I went to go do the the conceal license mm. uh, lesson, the three hour. Right. right. And it happened that the guy there, his co-worker's dad was the one who got involved with a, a road rage incident, which was where he accidentally cut somebody off. And the guy was peeling up to like, like talk to him or whatever. And he was trying to say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean to. And the guy already had his gun out and started firing. And so the, they, they also had somebody shooting, like the passenger was shooting. But in the midst of that, the driver of the car who initially cut off and was saying, I'm sorry, was killed. Wow. In a road rage incident where there were guns, there were shots literally f flying. That's insane. Like, why would you How? put yourself in that, in that mindset to where your reaction is automatically being die? Like, I'm yeah. going to shoot you right shoot now. You. And you can avoid that. That's not, that's not a healthy state of mind speaking when you're want to shoot somebody that's not you know happy people don't hurt people it's I always can't believe that and 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 gratitude is significant like you can't be grateful and angry at the same time you can't be grateful <laughs> yeah. and sad at the same time you can be grateful and fearful at the same time so like when you use gratitude as a common practice which comes with meditation just being aware mm -hmm. of like things aren't like where does anxiety usually come from it comes from like what the future may entail mm. and then where does like depression comes from like things of the past or like you know, you're just being upset over something embarrassing, something negative, whatever. You're just dwelling on those things. Gratitude centers you, which is what meditation does, mm. which is what I'm, I'm, I imagine the sensory yeah. thing does because you're in an hour just floating. You don't have your phone. You're not so reacting Imagine how many times you anything. check your phone in an hour. And imagine if that's like the first thing you do when you wake up, which is yeah. what a lot of us do. Yeah, yeah. And you don't leave that room for maybe meditating or, or, or priming or you know, that gratitude practice, you just check the phone and you have an immediate reaction to whatever your phone may present. Yep. Somebody may have messaged you something at 3 a.m. that you don't like. Somebody may have posted something in the morning that you woke up to that you may not have liked or news, whatever. Like a news breaks news article, out. News breaks yeah. out. You leave yourself open to being primed the wrong way versus priming yourself in a way that's more conducive to you and what you want to get out of life. It's Rather true. than reacting to life, you can now almost set your mindset to like, I'm going to prevent or, you know, uh, be proactive in terms of whatever may present itself. Mm. And then you have a, a healthier mind viewing the thing that you would be reacting to. If that makes sense. Yeah. It makes total sense because it's true. Like just the fact that you got cut off and that guy's reaction was to take out his like gun. And I was like, that Whoa. blows my and mind. That happened here. So that close blows to my mind. That blows my mind. And because it makes me think about it because. And as I've kind of, you know, 
doing the float tanks or any, you know, just those things that help me like clear yeah. my head. Yeah. I really learned how like, man, like people can spend their whole life <clears throat> reacting yes. to life. They never yes. have that mental break to kind of understand and like take a break from yeah. all the craziness yeah. in life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when I do the, the float tanks, that's exactly what it is. I, yeah. I'm disconnected from everything, literally everything. It's just me just laying there in your thoughts, in your mind, in your thoughts. And then it's th that challenge that it being your thoughts. Not a lot of people are comfortable with that. Yeah. When people quarantine, when people oh, were alone, 100%. when they had to stay home, they weren't going out and like distracting themselves all the time. They had to stay home and deal with themselves. themselves. And, and what's crazy is even through that, like people can still distract themselves from their thoughts. Let me mm. turn on an episode of, whatever show mm -hmm. let me watch this let me check social media or whatever you're drinking, not really alcoholism drinking. was going up Alcohol. all these different even habits food, like food. even just eating bad food because that gives you that good feeling because you know bad food is it tastes good it's like that comfort it's that comfort and distracting yourself from what you really want to achieve maybe you want to lose 20 pounds 30 yeah. pounds 40 pounds 50 pounds and it's harder to face that reality rather than just being like you know, I'll start Monday. It'll be like, mm. I'll start Monday. Let me eat something bad now. Or I'll, this is the last cheat meal I'm having. Yeah. Or whatever it is. It's very easy to distract ourselves when things have become so easy yeah. to distract you. You can just Uber Eats McDonald's to your house. You can, you know, the effort that it takes to do something bad has gotten so low that it's easier to do what's not productive than it is to do what is productive. And a lot of times when you sit in your thoughts, you can actually solve the situation that's bothering you. You can, instead of just getting caught up, reacting to your thoughts. Emotionally you can, or anything. You can find a way like, okay, like it goes back to our first episode where we were like, it's the questions we ask. Mm. And it, it can be a very easy question to be like, this always happens to me. Or why, like, why does this always happen to me? Or why am I such a loser? Or why, why are things sucking right now? And your brain will find the answer. So whatever yeah. question you ask it. So why not ask an empowering question? Why not be like, what can I learn from this? Or how can I solve this? Or what's the solution? Or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. What's great about this? Or reframing your mindset, which comes from meditation, which comes from, honestly, comes from tackling your thoughts. It's like, you can have bad thoughts for a certain amount of time. At a certain point, you're going to be like, that's enough. Either you're going to take a negative route towards your thoughts or you're going to take a positive route. It's like, I got to fix this. I can't live like this anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. it's having that mental... Awareness. Awareness. Yeah. Mental awareness. 100%. Just, just really sitting there and... Because it's crazy, but not a lot of people understand that. Like yeah. that mental... Like the ability to take a step back and look at emotions or yep. anything in like from an unbiased lens yeah like from this objective standpoint yep. it's just people really do just live reacting reacting, and yeah. react emotionally 100%. and they never step back and be like oh wait like i can choose how i want to you know what i mean yeah and 100 percent, i know what you mean and i i noticed that if somebody cuts me off or you know it's the funniest <laughs> thing to me when i'm driving <laughs> and i'm you know i'm driving and there's a, a red light in uh -huh. front of me i'm just driving at normal speed and like the person behind me you know there's like that person that's rushing rushing that wants to pass me and cut yep. in front of me i'm like you're getting to the same, same red light red that light. i am <laughs> and then they rush and they're speeding through yeah. like, boom, boom, boom. 
and they stop at the red light. And I'm stopping right, right beside them. <laughs> and I, every time I, and I tell like I'm driving with my sister and I'm like, this what's guy, the point? This guy, what was what's the point of that? What was the point of that? You and I could have. And I find it funny, but it's also like. I feel like how a, this is my be me being crazy, but I feel yeah. like how a person drives. Yeah, I I feel like I can get an understanding of their personality. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know why. I think I I feel a certain you, way. Yeah, you yeah. know, I don't know why. I could be completely <laughs> wrong on this, but like, I know people that they want to drive like super aggressive yeah. and like woo, woo, and speeding yeah. through, and it's like, like a a part of their personality is like. I that. think I think it even shows their true personality because like mm. you won't really necessarily cut somebody off in person. You know what I mean? You're walking and just stand in front of right. somebody. Yeah, but that may true. show you like that person's like true into like mindset or personality or the way they approach it or yeah. they, you know, obstacles or whatever, like their reaction to a negative situation. Maybe to like, let me show this person yeah. what it is rather than the step back, self-aware, you know, like cause yeah. the way, like cutting people, cutting me off used to affect me a long time. And sometimes it still does depending on what, again, what mood we're mm -hmm. approaching that day with. But a lot of times, like I question, like what if that person's rushing to the hospital? Yes. What if that yeah. person is, you know, has been called to the house and needs an emergency or what, like whatever the case may be. Yeah. I give them the benefit of the doubt. So like, I don't have a reactionary response to somebody cutting me off from honking the horn or like, yeah, you yeah. know, flicking them off in the, yeah, in, in the rear yeah. view or whatever the case may be. And um, obviously those moments also happen. <laughs> There's moments where, you know, the yeah. mood gets the best of you. But it's like limiting those because you don't want an unfortunate circumstance mm -hmm. of like somebody cuts you off. You go to have a reactionary statement and they have like a gun or something present. Yeah, that's crazy. That's <laughs> crazy. But also being able to Life understand is too that. Yeah, man. For, like, for those things. That's what's crazy to me. I, I, like it's so uncommon. Like. It's true, like like what you're saying, like we all have those moments where we do give in. Yeah. But it's like the fact that we're able to understand it and like step Even back. look at it from yeah. a moment like, yo, I slipped up from that moment. Yes, yeah, 100%. Exactly, because other people, like they'll carry it with that and be like, like that was normal. That was the right response. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. it's And it's it may crazy. have been the right response, but like, is it necessarily the necessary response for yourself? Right, like you, you gave I mean? in. You, you gave, gave in to that. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that meme that that floats around social media all the time. It's like if you had eighty six thousand four hundred dollars deposited in your bank every day, and somebody took ten dollars, would you spend the rest of the money mm. trying to get those ten dollars back? Right. Because you have eighty six thousand four hundred seconds in a day. If somebody was upset for ten seconds of that time, would you spend the rest of that time trying to get those ten seconds back? You wouldn't. It's true. It's very. It's, it's real. It's like you wouldn't spend that much money. Like you knew it was getting deposited every single day. So it's like were those 10 seconds worth it of that reaction being upset and then like throwing off all of that, you know, time being upset. Yeah. Cause you build up to, uh, you know, stay in this good state, mental state. And yeah. then if you let this little thing derail you, then, Boom. you know, once you get derailed, yeah. you have to, then you have to work on coming back a hundred percent. And it's not rah, rah motivation to be in a good place or a good mindset right. and be happy. It's like, it's beneficial to you yeah, as an individual to yourself. Because if you're always in a bad mood, nothing good comes from a bad place. Mm. So why would you want to stay there, you know? Yeah, because... And that's not to say bad things won't happen. It's just analyzing bad things from a, like you said, an unbiased perspective, and yeah. an objective perspective. Yeah. And also maybe being empathetic to the other person, whatever that person may have caused. Maybe, you know, your parents yelled at you or whatever. Maybe they're going through something, mm. you know? 
then you don't know what they're because they're dealing with the same emotions we are and we mm -hmm. don't take that into account sometimes we're just like yo like i got yelled at by my dad for yada 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 but like yeah. dad might be under loads of pressure and that just came out in that moment my and it's interesting my, my supervisor told me this yesterday when we were talking mm -hmm. and he was saying like we all live in our own this is like we all live in our own movie right yeah. like where are the main, main characters. character and everybody else is just stopping through yeah from your lens yeah you know so like and he and he, it was a really interesting point. He was like, from your perspective, you only know your dad yeah. as your dad. dad. You don't know him as the him. husband yeah. or the friend, yeah. or you don't know him as those, those other are lenses. All different yeah, lenses. Wow. Yeah, I was That's like, powerful. and he's like, the same way he knows you as the you son. as your son. Yeah. He doesn't know you maybe as this from these other, other lenses, lenses that yeah. maybe only you understand, or maybe they. You know, and that's what he was saying. He's like, sometimes maybe they know you more than you know yourself, yeah. or maybe you know yourself more than they know you, because it's all, on the, dude. I'm telling you, this conversation last night was two hours and just gems. And, yeah, <laughs> and and that's so true. Yeah, you know, because like what you were saying, like your parents, somebody yells at you or whatever, mm -hmm. but you you don't have mm -hmm. that lens of what they're going through from yep. their perspective. You you don't know what they're navigating at all. And vice versa. Sometimes maybe a parent doesn't understand you. They feel like, no, you're just not, you're not understanding, you know, yeah. you're not thinking clearly or something. Ways, yeah. And it goes always like yeah. you might have a, you know, a, a dialogue with me today and have the same dialogue a year from now. You would read it in mm -hmm. a completely different way both times. Like because of what your awareness level is, what your, your uh, experiences are like is how you're going to gauge like if me and you go through the same experience, we're going to have two completely different meanings mm. of that experience. Now, it's not necessary that they'll be completely different, but like the way we'll, because of what we've been through, what's leading up to that moment shapes our viewpoint of that moment. Yeah. And so like, let's say, I don't know, somebody's telling us something, right? We might take two completely different parts of that story that mean the most to us mm -hmm. because of what we're experiencing in that moment. So it goes back to like the whole theme of us just being more empathetic towards one another. Cause we're all just dealing with life. Yeah. And just, we're all trying to keep on keeping on. Yeah. Th know? There it is. There Boom. It is. The plug, <laughs> the plug. It's so true though, man. Like it, like how people, the interpretations yeah. of things, like I feel like how you interpret something is kind of like, you know, how you are as a person at this current time. Yeah. Like you can be talking to someone and if someone talks a certain way, one person could look at that and be like, oh, I'm, yeah. did you just, you know, like they take it like offensive yeah. and another person person could take it as like, oh, wait, like, like this, I don't know. It, yeah. It's just different. It's lens. like you can give constructive yeah. criticism on something and some, one person can think you're just being you're really offensive. You're attacking me personally yeah. and, and me as a human. Like, okay. Let me like, let me, let me make it. Oh, I see. You're trying to help me improve yeah. on, on this, this. And it's very interesting, those interpretations, because, I mean, you see that in the world, right? Like, Which is like in, in a point on constructive criticism, just a little deviation. Like if somebody's giving you constructive criticism, nine times out of ten, they're not hating. They just care for you and mm -hmm. they want to see you do well. Like the friend that just lets you do whatever is not a friend. Mm. But a friend that'll be like, hey, like you could do this a little bit better or like, you know, improve in this way or, or that way. They're looking out for you. Because they want to see. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily to say what their constructive criticism is right. You still have to 
process it for yourself because you know you also know things that may you know that that person may not know like if somebody comes to you and like gives you advice on podcasting mm. it may be something that you have never thought of but also it might be something that you've thought of and you've already analyzed and you're like okay that's not that's actually yeah like work. it's something purely subjective exactly. like what you like, like maybe you, yeah, I exactly don't like. and it's one of those but you appreciate you appreciate the, yeah, of course the effort yeah. and, and, and not to take it as a slight yeah, you like, know oh, what you think you know more than me Again, yeah. that's a response right 100%. you think you know more than me or it's something? a reactionary response a react, yeah. yeah and and maybe and even if they were like trying to say it from that angle you can in a in a in a good state of mind you can just be like oh, okay like you just take it and just that's take it. it you understand and you're like, moving yeah. on yeah but if if people who you know feel like they need this you know they they they're in this state of mind where they feel like they need to prove themselves yeah. or like this reactionary state maybe yeah. ego driven it's where insecurities they, almost insecurities always. yes yeah. cuz i i feel like people with the biggest egos are the ones that are just trying to project they're yeah. bring down those insecurities, insecurities and project it through yeah. this very which is what oh, what way. is what is beautiful about us like we can be vulnerable and share mm. those insecurities because other people are also dealing with those insecurities and then they can connect rather than you trying to suppress your insecurities or your vulnerability yeah. and pretend like you're up here and then nobody can relate to you which is like what what is the biggest issue with modern day influencers like everybody's trying to show that they're better than mm -hmm. somebody else i have this many followers i have this much money i have this house this car whereas like truly influential people when you look at like a michael jordan like mm. didn't make j didn't make varsity his sophomore year you know or you know whatever those yeah. things that you can relate to that person like was like i'm gonna come back and i'm gonna dominate like those people are influential because mm. they had relatable circumstances and they dominated on relatable circumstances instead yeah. of showing I'm look at me I'm like this follow me because I'm like mm -hmm. up here that's not really influence you know what I mean it's true like what are what are influencers really influencing you know is it to get that Botox to get that plastic surgery to show you that you're not good enough just the way that you look mm. or you know are they genuinely pushing you in a, in a better direction of like want more for yourself if I achieve this you can achieve this as well you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a clear difference. Yeah, like there's people who have millions of followers that just aren't they're not promoting anything good. It's always, you know, how you can <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, like it's how you can make yourself look better illusion-wise or whatever the case mm -hmm. may be like, you know, not naturally like hey, love yourself. Yeah, like or how to be like the alpha male, like, like you know, how to be 100%. like this person. It's like it's like the most confident people are ones that don't they feel the need to prove anything at all that's the crazy thing like at all like somebody can come up to you and be like i bet you can't do 50 push-ups yeah it's like okay oh okay all right <laughs> so don't care but yeah, then like, someone that, that no i'll do 50 push-ups i'll do 50 push-ups right now yeah <laughs> it, it, it's the two responses it's, it's so crazy yeah on how that you know it, it's and it's it's even and it comes to like the fake it till you make it thing like, even if you're not as confident in that area, fake it in that moment because you don't have to prove anything to anybody at any point in time. And that'll, when you can do it, it'll become, it'll be natural because you've already kind of like put yourself in that mindset mm. of like, you know what, like if, if you can't do 50 push-ups, somebody, and you're insecure about doing push-ups, somebody's like, you can't do 50 push-ups. You just being like, okay. And you in your back of your mind, like, okay, I, I don't know if I can do 50 push-ups. Yeah. Like, I'll or, show you I can do 50 push-ups. Or, or even, or you know even I mean? that person that's like, yeah, yeah, I can't do 50 push-ups. Oh, yeah, even better. Even you know, better. Like, it's just like... Even better. Okay. Yeah. And? Okay, I can't do 50 push-ups. What did this <laughs> prove? Yeah, that's it. 
You know, like, it's very interesting. It, it, and the whole thing with a fake it till you make it, you got to eventually make it. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you want, you have something to work towards you have to and work have to, that yeah. goal and, and mentality. I think it's more set. so the mindset of mm-hmm. like the fake it till you make it aspect, yes. not necessarily you lying yeah. and mm-hmm. faking it. You know, it's more like, let me put myself in the mindset of, let me act confident. What is... What are, what are while the attitudes I'm of confident while I'm working yeah. on being confident? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll eventually lead to you becoming confident. You yeah, know? Because your brain can't really tell the difference. It if, can. if, as it long can. as you're constantly giving that to yourself. 100%. 100%. Uh, I'm glad you said that because it's, it goes back to like the, the whatever question you ask of your brain, the brain is going to answer that question. And that's why, you know, when we, we started this episode acknowledging the positive things that you do 100%. give your brain yeah. that positive reinforcement don't just if you keep acknowledging the bad yeah your brain's gonna know, know nothing but the bad dude it's like why why don't diets and like those fad diets work because they're like okay like no clean like eating clean for this amount of days and then what what ends up happening at the end of those days like you reward yourself with a cheat meal and then that cheat meal gets used to it and you know you start cheating a lot more and then yeah. you lose the gains that you might have made during mm-hmm. the fad diet versus let me have six bad, like six great days of eating. And that seventh day, let me cheat. Mm. So now you're looking forward to that seventh meal or that seventh day, but you're going to behave those six days. It's rewarding yourself for doing good. It's the same thing with your, with our brain. Yeah. Reward it. So like it look for, it looks forward to it versus you just being negative and like beating yourself up your brain's like gonna be like okay what's the point of me working so hard or what's the point of me mm. trying or what's the point like let me just give up it's if you don't it's give yourself that like hey i did this right good let's you know celebrate that win on to the next it's like a discipline it's a it's consistent it's yeah. everything and it's not like rewarding yourself like oh my god like i'm gonna have you know <laughs> i ate a good meal today so now let me have like a steak and a fries and a burger you look like, at the most fit people look at yeah. the rock yeah he does six days on that seventh day. He eats whatever he wants. 100%. He earned it. He earned it. There's nothing better. I'm a food guy. I love yeah, food. I but love there's food nothing too. better than earning those nachos. Yes. Earning those. When you've yes. worked out, you've done what you had to do. And that day that you go, you earned it. Yes. As opposed to like guilt eating it. You know, like you just Sick. feel like crap and you're eating it and it's 100%. good. But then you feel shitty after. Yeah. But when you like do what you got to do and you go, you earned it. Like you yes. eat it and you feel, you're like, yeah, I feel good. I feel great. I earned that. Yeah. I and like it doesn't even, it, what does not hinder my anything? Nothing. Cause you know, it's the you, same, what you've been doing and that builds confidence. 100%. That builds everything. It's the same thing with our mind. It's you give it that little reward. When you do something good, you acknowledge the good so you can reinforce the good versus just beating yourself up mm-hmm. about the bad. And you continuously like beating yourself, beating up. You're going to reach a threshold where you're like, that's it. I can't do anything right. Even though you've done certain things right, you just never rewarded yourself yeah. for those things that you've done right. Yeah, I man. Think that's a, I, I think that's a perfect way to wrap it up. That, yeah, that, I, I feel like that came full... Full circle. Full circle. Because it's so true. It is. Yeah. I, that, that, complete full circle on that. That yeah. was great. Um, yeah, guys. I, I feel like this one, we really... I feel like we went like deeper. Deeper. You know, I feel like we 100%. really went... And I hope you guys got a lot of value out of the episode and uh, to give us a follow on Instagram, the Coco podcast, uh, send us emails with questions. We'll eventually do a Q&A at some yes. point uh, when we have enough questions gathered. It, we just launched live the first time. So we're going to give us some time to build up on that. But yeah, that's what we're yeah. working towards. Uh, uh, please send us questions, suggestions, yeah, leave stories, us comments, anything. 
What's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you? Oh, like, oh answer yeah, that in the yeah, questions yeah. in the comments <laughs> and how did what you react the, yeah what kind of person you were you yeah. what you know and uh, it could be fun you know no 100 yeah um yeah, let us guys, know th thank you so much thank for, you guys so much for watching and for listening anything else no that's it man i appreciate right, you guys. guys for tuning in to the much next love one. as always peace goodbye